For our anniversary, I celebrated by doing an episode on marriage and how we need to grow individually so we can grow together and live out God's purpose for our marriage. It's episode 58 if you didn't get a chance to listen. I talked about how learning who you are and what you need individually can help a struggling marriage. Today, I want to dive a little deeper on that topic. And to help me, I have my sexy husband here, Johnny, to give his perspective on things. Now, Restored Mama is focusing on helping moms, but today, and over the next couple weeks, these episodes are for both husbands and wives. So wives out there that are listening, share this episode with your husband. It could really benefit you both. This whole week is marriage week, so don't tune out. Get your spouse to listen to it, and let's work on strengthening that marriage. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me, but I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. Are you depressed, filled with anxiety, stressed and overwhelmed? Mom life can be hard, but it doesn't have to be. Ditch the Overwhelm is a course designed to help you find ways to manage your busy mom life with ease and enjoy the day-to-day life instead of waking up dreading the day to come. I know you're already overwhelmed with life, and you're thinking it's impossible for me to do school on top of it all. Well, the title course can sound a bit intimidating and overwhelming in itself, but this course is created special for you in mind. The Overwhelmed Mama. I had you in mind when I created this. It's designed to be able to get through at your own pace, and it's only a couple hours of time that you need to devote each week to be able to get your life back. Doesn't that sound worth it? So give up one or two of those movies you plan on watching this next week and get started on ditching the overwhelm to see amazing changes be able to happen in your life. You will find balance in your busy mom life so you can have the time to do what God has called you to do. Learn how to manage your time effectively through time management routines and systems, creating boundaries, and learning how to prioritize so you can free up more time than just those little cracks in your day. Keep that short fuse at bay. And avoid feeling so spread thin. Head over to bit.ly slash ditch the overwhelm course or click the link in the show notes and sign up today. This is the last week of the introductory price and then it goes up. Don't forget, this is the last week to save $170. That's a huge savings. Prices go up into this week, so don't wait. If you can't get the course now, but you still want some help to get through the season of overwhelm and struggle, You can always book a one-on-one coaching session with me, and I'll help you one-on-one to work through those areas of your life that you're struggling. But today we have some amazing questions for my husband, and we're just going to talk through stuff when you're struggling in your marriage. And then on Wednesday, we talk through three tactical ways that you can strengthen your marriage. So this is going to just be more of a conversational episode. And then on Wednesday, 
it'll be more of a tactical episode. And then next week, we have two more exciting episodes with me and my husband. We're talking about putting your spouse first when you have kids and how that works, what that means. And then we talk about prayer in your marriage, praying for your spouse, praying with your spouse, and the effect that that can have on your marriage. So make sure over these next couple weeks, you are listening, taking notes. It's going to be good. Hey, babe, thanks for joining me on the podcast again. Thanks for having me. So you have been married before. We aren't here to talk bad about anything on that relationship. She's the mother of your beautiful girls, but it obviously didn't go well because you got divorced and you're here with me now. So you've been through a marriage that struggled, and now you're in a marriage that I think is pretty darn good. (laughs) (laughs) You've been on both sides. and (laughs) Oh, thanks. (laughs) And you had a part to play in the past marriage not going well because it takes two. So I want to compare a bit of what you did differently between the two marriages without speaking ill of her, of course. How is this marriage different, and what did you do differently? It's different in that it is built on a foundation of Jesus. Didn't have that before. Tried to establish it as best I could back then with the understanding I had, but it never really took flight. Second part of the question? What did you do differently, and how is this marriage different? So kind of similar, very similar. Just what's what's different between the two marriages, I guess? Well, as I stated, the foundation is different, and that's like of the utmost importance in any relationship, really. But a marriage, that's huge. So I think that's key to success for our marriage. I guess that's the answer. Okay, yeah. I think that's a good answer. (laughs) (laughs) What do you love about being married? I love that I have a helper, just like Scripture says. God has provided us a helper. Uh, You know, I like to think that I can get it all done and do it all myself that kind of a person you know the, the, that simple adage if you want something done right do it yourself you know that's kind of been drilled into me from a young age I don't know I don't think that that's the way that God created us really mm-hmm. I think that you know there are facets of our life that are, are different from each other and where I am weak my spouse my lovely wife can be strong in those those points, you know, so I guess that's where it comes to where a husband and a wife complement each other, mm-hmm. you know, in those things. Has that been a hard adjustment for you? No, no, not at all. Um, it's just nice to, you know, be, you know, mature in my walk with Jesus that I can realize that I do have areas where I, I might be weak. Mm-hmm. And to be okay with that and to know that that's why I have such a wonderful and loving wife that she can step into those those parts of my life and uh, help fill them. I think that's one of the main reasons God created marriage. Yeah. I mean, I Genesis talks about he created Eve as a helper for Adam. I agree. What's difficult about being married? I've noticed that there's times when I may take offense to something that is done or something that is is said. Maybe it like hurts my heart for like, you know, a couple seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but then being being a man, sometimes we dwell on things. I know that that's probably pretty true for most men, you know, we kind of dwell on things and chew them up in our head, you know, for a while. Uh, that's definitely true for women too. Yeah. It's just a human, mm-hmm. human thing, you know. And then that, and then if you chew on it for too long, it 
starts making you think, oh, you know, did I did I marry the right person? <laughs> Stupid <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> when it's just some minor offense that really doesn't mean anything, you know, it's just an maybe just an accident or something, and and then you know maybe maybe we took it the wrong way or something, which is generally the case. Yeah. So that's probably the most difficult thing. Yeah. I think that was the case for both of us a lot in the beginning of our marriage. Yeah. Things weren't always easy for us in our marriage. Well, marriage isn't easy. Marriage is something that you have to work at. But when we're struggling the most in our marriage, when we were struggling the most in our marriage, I guess let's let's take it personal. What was something that really helped you push through that point? Because in the beginning, it was it was pretty rough. I mean... We barely yeah. knew each other when we got married. Yeah, that's true. And, and we struggled quite a bit, I think. Yeah, we definitely had some, some roles, role issues to figure out, especially with a blended family. Yeah. That added a little bit of frustration to the mix on top of just getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. But I guess what helped me push through it was, I guess, my proximity to Jesus I had really been trying to develop my relationship with him. Just the constant reminder that I've been forgiven much in my life and that I, in turn, need to do the same Mm -hmm. if I ever felt like there was something that was rubbing me the wrong way. It just all comes back to Jesus. I remember our first anniversary. I don't know if you remember this. You were going to be going to pick up your dad. Yeah, that was a disaster. It was a pretty big disaster. And I think that was the biggest fight we ever had. And it was on our anniversary. Yeah. At dinner. Yeah. And in the van after dinner. Yeah. And I remember I said, I can't do this anymore. And I didn't mean divorce or anything like that. But the, I mean, the context I said that in, you took that as like, I want to get divorced. And that just accelerated everything. And our fight got worse. And I remember just sitting there crying and, and I meant, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't keep fighting like this. I can't keep having these kind of struggles. And a lot of it had to do with communication. Like, it all stemmed from our communication. And I think communication was a huge, huge part of that. And I think our that big fight, as horrible as it was, and having it be on our first anniversary... I think that kind of propelled us to figure out how to fix it and make it better. I agree. So I think that was the the hardest part that remembering back for me, that was the hardest part in our marriage. I think that that time frame around our first anniversary and it took a lot. Like I had to talk to friends and pastors at church, obviously people who, wouldn't just listen to me vent, but people who would encourage me and help me work through it, not just keep me in that situation. But it took a lot of prayer and a lot of working through it with, with leaders in the church. What is something that you think would be good encouragement for wives out there that might be in that place, that might be struggling in their marriage? Or maybe they're not that in that big of a struggle. They're just not thriving like they would hope they were. What would be your encouragement for the wives out there? Definitely to seek godly counsel because none of us has all the answers. I think that's a lot of the time why we are allowed to go through such struggles is to be an encouragement and words of wisdom to others that will end up going through those same struggles. 
and just and praying too. Like praying is is huge. People people don't understand the power in prayer. It's it's pretty miraculous and it should be taken seriously. Praying in the spirit too, like speaking in tongues. Like I didn't really used to give that a lot of thought, but I see now through examples and testimonies that that is a pretty powerful tool. However, that that works. Holy Spirit just is magnified, I think, through speaking in tongues. It's it's one of those amazing aspects of of believing in in God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, like power that's there it's it's mind-boggling it's so it's so unnatural it's so vastly different from our earthly experience it's uh, it's kind of hard to understand as a just a physical being anyways i'm going off on a tangent here but <laughs> prayer prayer is powerful i think i know the answer to this question but what would you suggest to the husbands that are in this marriage that's struggling same thing and then also, too, if you're a Christian already, to remember that you're the head of the family and that just as we submit ourselves to Christ, we need to have that tender heart towards our spouses as well. We can't always be the you know, the ruler of our household. We have to be a co-author in the story sometimes. Obviously, God has called us to be the leader of the family, but... If you're just running roughshod over your wife all the time, then you're never going to work things out. You're never going to come to an agreement on anything. The whole adage of my way or the highway, that does not work. And that is, that is, honestly, that's from the enemy. There's no, there's no way that that plays out. So I think what you said is the key. You're not the ruler, you're the leader. And Jesus, throughout the whole Bible, he's the servant leader. Right? He right. served, and that was his way of leading his right. people. Right. And right. I think that's something that has really helped in our marriage is the way that you lead our family. And you definitely are a servant leader. Like You help do the dishes every night, no matter how tired you are and how long you worked. And like, like last night, I was cleaning up the table, and you, you told me to stop because <laughs> you got it. And I think just the simple things like that, being the servant leader in the house, I think that has helped our marriage tremendously. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a huge part, especially for men. How do you get through a season that seems like it just has no end and you can't see the light at the end? A happy marriage, it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. How do you get through that when you're in the midst of it? Because we've been in the midst of it before, but we both stuck it out. How did you get through it? Prayer, obviously, is a huge one. That's kind of been the central focus of all these questions. Yeah. Even, like, mentally and emotionally, the Holy Spirit does help you through that. Yeah. But you still have to work through it on your own. Not totally on your own, because the Holy Spirit's there to help you through it all. But we do have our flesh that we have to work through yeah and push that fleshly thoughts and emotions aside right so how do you get through that season well for me having been married before i didn't want to repeat the same mistakes so obviously you know taking it to god and nailing it at the foot of the cross and walking away is huge powerful to be able to do that in your mind and in your heart and your spirit 
And just realizing that God brought us together for a reason. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a mistake. And just humbling myself inside of the Lord and realizing that any offenses that I may have felt that would lead me to feel like, oh, I, you know, I, I didn't marry the right woman, that those are just attacks from the enemy to try and break up what God has started and just keep my focus on Jesus, honestly. I think for me, getting through such a rough season in our marriage, just, yes, focusing on the Holy Spirit and spending time in prayer, but also remembering, like, we made this commitment to each other. We're in this together. We're both feeling all the feelings, and we're both having a difficult time. So remember, like, it's not just me. You made a vow to love me when you might say something that hurts me, kind of like what you talked about earlier today. When you say something that might hurt me, you're not doing it on purpose. You didn't do it intentionally. You're not trying to hurt me. It Maybe it just came out wrong, or you didn't think about what you said, and it came out, and that's not how you meant it. We do communicate differently, and we had to learn how to communicate so each other understood. So I had to really change my perspective, shift my perspective on the way I might see things or hear things because I knew you weren't doing that intentionally. You weren't trying to hurt me or cause pain. You loved me. So I think that was one of the big things that I had to do in the natural to be able to to work through that season. I mean, even to shift my perspective like that, it took the Holy Spirit in prayer because in the natural, you can't really put yourself in somebody else's perspective like that. Any other last minute tips or suggestions or thoughts that you want to give to husbands and wives listening that might be struggling right now? Maybe just when those thoughts arise of, did I marry the right person? The answer is yes. God brought you together for a reason. Sometimes that reason isn't always so clear in the beginning. (laughs) But if you stay focused on Jesus in due time, He will reveal that reason to you. And all of those little problems or whatever you want to call them just start to disappear. That spirit of offense is no longer present in your relationship. I think there's still moments that you might say something or do something and it'll trigger a little like irritation. But I can't think of a single moment that I get offended by you anymore. Yeah, likewise. It's, It's very true. Like once you can get through that and focus on Jesus and the reason he brought you together, that spirit of offense is gone. Yeah. I do get irritated with you. Oh, likewise. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you and I work through it. <laughs> well, thank you, babe. You're really appreciate you Thanks coming on me. and talking to everybody. Yeah. I'm excited for the other episodes. Yeah. It's going to be good. And you, wife, husband that are listening, you're struggling, you're not sure to how you're going to make it through this, not sure if you can keep going in your marriage, there's always going to be struggles. Some seasons are worse than others, and maybe you're in a fight for your marriage right now that you never thought you would be in. But keep fighting. Don't give up. Remember that God brought you together. Lean on God and fight together. God has a plan for you two as a couple. So don't let the enemy steal that. Don't stop fighting for the amazing marriage that God has in store for you. Thank you so much for listening. And this is just a little snippet of what's to come over the next couple weeks. So don't tune out. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can get alerted when the next episode comes out. We'll see you Wednesday. 
Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you like Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast.gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.